You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. Laudu billahi minash shaitan rajeem. Bismillahir rahmanir rahim. Just gone eight or eight hours into the African time. Let's welcome a Python Sagechi Zuma with a hearty assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Lovely. Yes, I'm listening to that Nasheed Hasbi Rabbi Jalallah Maafi Kalbi Hayrullah. I can tell you when I heard the Nasheed and I thought of Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, his beautiful hair, how it was oiled, how he kept his hair, how he kept his beard. He had it long, sometimes the hair, and sometimes it was short, but it was always well-groomed. And the importance of taking care of our hair, you know, it is stated, the beauty of a man lies in his long, nice, lovely beard and the beauty of a woman and the long hair. And I guess uh, this evening, our dermatologist, uh, Dr. Muhammad Dokrat, will be discussing hair loss both in a man and a woman. Let's uh, welcome uh, Dr. Muhammad Dokrat and uh, you with a hearty salam alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And how are you doing this fine, beautiful evening, uh, Dr. Muhammad uh, Dokrat? Uh, doing very well. It's pretty cold in Cape Town, but, uh, you know, we're all around our heaters. Alhamdulillah, we're all keeping well. Alhamdulillah, good to have you back, uh, Doctor. Really missed you. And, uh, you know, talking as a Muslim because we followed the lunar calendar after many moons. Uh, and uh, tell me, if you, uh, how are the people coping with the... Uh, the hair losses or, you know, is the hair growing well? Does it cold affect uh, hair growth and so forth, uh, doctor? Uh, fill us in. Okay. Um, firstly, uh, we have different types of hair loss. Uh, the cold certainly affects people's skin. You know, it makes it very dry. and People are more prone to getting eczema. But as far as hair is concerned, uh, hair loss uh, occurs due to multiple factors, which we'll discuss later. But uh, it is important that a great deal of social and cultural importance is attached to the hair and the hairstyles. And improper hair care can result in excessive hair loss, and people may notice hair shedding in large amounts, their scalp becoming thin. People often find that their ponytails are not as thick as it used to be, and uh, these patients can be solved, you know, with various types of therapy, but they need to consult a specialist dermatologist. So dermatologists specialize in the patient's hair problems, and what we do is we ask the patient about various aspects of the hair care, you know, what type of brushes they use, what shampoos they use, whether they have any medical disorders like thyroid conditions or illnesses, whether they're on any medications for high blood pressure, which can also cause hair loss. And then again, there's a family history of hair loss. Usually, uh, if there's a family history of hair loss, then, you know, one can transmit this and, you know, genetically one can be more prone to getting hair loss. The other factors that we also look into are hormonal effects. And uh, again, uh, this may be during pregnancies and menopause. Uh, as we know, during pregnancy, uh, enough uh, iron is taken into the system and enough hair growth occurs because of the circulation. But after pregnancy, about three months later, you find that the hair is lost in huge quantities. But after six months, the hair is regrown. So again, it's important to find out the cause of the problem and then we can treat accordingly. 
No, absolutely, Doctor. And uh, like uh, we in the house of Islam, uh, you know, we have the Sunnah of uh, Nabi Muhammad uh, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. We have uh, dietary mm. laws. We have. Uh, you know, laws that they even tell us how to take care of our, you know, physiology and so forth. Uh, you know, you find uh, that uh, in the uh, house of Islam, uh, we are very fortunate because uh, we have all these uh, things. And uh, do you find uh, that, you know, uh, who are more particular about the hair? Is it the men or the women? But uh, we as men, you know, uh, doctor, we always look for a good hairdresser. And it seems as if the, uh, the Pakistanis and the Indian hairdressers have taken over and, you know, the importance of having a good haircut or having a haircut every month, uh, and if a person doesn't go for a haircut, what will happen then, doctor? Um, that's an important point. Uh, obviously, uh, if one gets hair loss in the female, they are more traumatized by it. They are often accepted as part of, you know, the aging process. Uh, a regular haircut and grooming is important. One needs to keep one's hair, you know, well groomed and, you know, free from any particles or dust. So regular shampooing. And I think the India and Pakistani hairdressers are providing a, a good service because if their rates are reasonable and they're easy to access. So uh, alhamdulillah, you know, it's going well with them and with us as a general public as well. Uh, the important point about normal hair growth is that hair growth lasts, you know, between six, uh, three years to six years. So during that period, their hair is growing. And then 10% of the hair occurs in the resting phase. That's when the hair is shed. So scalp hair grows about three centimeters a month, and the scalp has 100,000 hair. So only when about 50% hair loss occurs, then it's visible. So again, it's you know more concerning to the females, but obviously male we sort of also want uh, treatment for the hair loss as well. But on that point, we need to also talk about excessive hair loss from other factors. You were talking earlier about hair care and hair, hair management. So improper hair cosmetics, uh, such as uh, chemicals and hot combs and straighteners and permanent waves, these can certainly damage the hair from the root and hair loss occurs. And again, people who have females who have uh, very sort of tight ponytails or braids, the hair should not be pulled because this can result in hair loss from the front of the scalp and the sides also. And then again, uh, when one shampoos one hair, one needs to make sure one uses a good conditioner because the shampoo, the shampooing would make it easier to comb the hair and then we must avoid vigorous rubbing of with a towel because that will sort of aggravate the hair shaft also and this should be avoided. Again, after washing the hair, shampooing the hair, once you use a white tooted comb in order to brush the hair evenly. And again, if one uses brushes, it should be a smooth tip brush. Uh, now, let's go on to the common cause of hair loss. The majority of hair problems and hair loss occurs due to genetic and hereditary factors. And this can occur not only in the males, but the females as well. But the distribution is different. As we all know, Shafat, the hair loss in men occurs in the front of the hair and then on the middle, uh, on the sides and then on the crown of the hair. In females, it's quite different. What happens is that the hair loss 
occurs with more thinning of the hair and it occurs more in the central part of the scalp. So midline hair loss occurs in females. And again, one needs to sort of make sure there's a family history of hair loss and one needs to make a diagnosis because there are certain conditions can, that can also present with hair loss. Now, uh, getting to the conditions, again, I mentioned childhood earlier. And when a woman is pregnant, more of the hairs are stimulated to grow. But after she delivers her baby, you find that three months later, she will notice a lot of hair coming out in the brush. And that hair loss can occur for six months before the hair regrows. Sometimes the patient may have iron deficiency. Now, other causes can involve high fever, severe infection, stressful conditions, and this can result in hair loss. Now, of importance is when a patient presents with hair loss and we do a clinical examination, then one should also think of an over or underactive thyroid. Now, these patients who have thyroid problems, once we treat them, the hair improves. Likewise, iron. Uh, some patients with low iron can present with hair loss as well. So this is very, very important. Now, the most important thing, Shafar, that we've always discussed is a diet. And this is absolutely essential for patients who have hair loss. Now, again, you know, these people who have these crash diets, uh, inadequate protein intake, they could lose a lot of hair and massive hair shedding can occur three months later. And the importance is to eat proper, to eat the right foods. So again, diets that are rich in vitamin D, zinc, biotin, which is a vitamin B7, uh, these are important as well. Now, in terms of hair loss, there are certain medications that can aggravate hair loss as well. And these are medicines used for arthritis, for depression, heart problems, high blood pressure, and blood thinners. These can all cause hair loss in specific patients. Now, of importance, we are aware of the fact that patients who undergo cancer chemotherapy, they have total hair loss. And uh, this is important to advise the patient to manage them accordingly. This hair loss occurs three weeks after the treatment of chemotherapy. And the good news is that this hair loss will sort of reverse and the hair will regrow after treatment ends. Now, an important topic, Shafat, is birth control pills. Now, normally birth control pills are fine, but in some patients, we may find that the birth control pill may cause uh, hair loss. So, again, one should stop it. Now, it's, 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 um, it's the opposite in the sense that if a woman has got hormonal problems, then what we do is we treat them with a birth control pill together with a tablet called Spiractin or a, or a tablet called Endocure, and this reverses hair loss, and the hair becomes nice and thick, and it becomes cosmetically acceptable. Now, the other causes of hair loss, which I've mentioned earlier, is stressful situations like surgery or illness, and this can lead to hair loss. But fortunately, this type of problem is reversible. So after a period of time, the hair reverses and it's normal. Now, of importance is hair loss in children. Hair loss in children are often caused by a fungal infection, but the child will present with a bald patch and there may be uh, a fungus infection, there may be scaling, and the good news is that with these fungal infections of the scalp, 
uh, with treatment, with tablets, the hair loss can clear and the fungus can clear completely as well. Now, a very important point which we all, you know, must take into account is a condition called trichotillomania. I'm going to spell that T-R-I-C-H-O. T-I-L-L-O-M-A-N-I-A, trichotillomania. Trichotillomania is when a patient pulls off their hair. This may occur in children, and it may occur if there's psychosocial problems or stress, and uh, it's important to make the diagnosis in order to treat adequately. So, again, these are important factors, Shabbat, and uh, let's talk about male pattern hair loss or male pattern baldness. Uh, This usually occurs... By the age of 50, the majority of people, males, will have hair loss. And in order to treat it, one would use a tablet called Fentitia. You take one tablet a day, and there's a lotion called Minoxidil, M-I-N-O-X-I-D-A-L. This is a solution that one applies to the scalp. And with this combination, we get excellent response. Now, interestingly, in females who have hair loss, we often prescribe biotin, which I mentioned earlier, and they usually take five milligrams daily of biotin, and they also use minoxidil. Now, in patients with hair loss, there are other methods of therapy. One is an injection that we actually give into the scalp to stimulate hair growth and circulation. The other, which is not uh, common because it's expensive in males is hair transplantation where one takes hair from the back of the scalp and uh, transplants it to the front. As we are aware, the back of the scalp and the size of the scalp are always present. They usually don't have any uh, alopecia on that area. So that hair is going to continue growing. So if we transplant it to the front of the scalp, it will continue growing uh, so that will be that that will be quite effective. So at this point, uh, I'd like to stop, and maybe we can uh, discuss other factors as well, Shafan. Absolutely brilliant, uh, Doctor. Really enjoying uh, your input uh, this evening, and uh, you definitely are uh, an encyclopedia. Also, love bless you for taking your time out. And uh, you know, Doctor, the, the important thing to discuss is uh, you know one would have thought uh, that you know you're talking about hair loss, uh, but. Uh, it's amazing that men, uh, uh, you know, are more likely to lose hair than a woman. And, uh, you know, one would have thought, you know, women have long hair and maybe they carry the burden of the home, you know, bring the, the domestic chores and that, and that it will be them. But uh, these are researchers that we get. And how authentic are they? Uh, should we believe that? Is it true that uh, men uh, lose more hair than women, uh, doctor? Most certainly, Shafat. Um, it's due to genetic factors and due to a hormone called testosterone. Um, in the male and female both produce testosterone, but in male, the level of testosterone is much higher. And what happens, testosterone is actually, we call it metabolized. It actually leads to another hormone, and that hormone causes miniaturization of the hair follicle and alopecia. So often it's called male pattern baldness or male pattern alopecia or hereditary alopecia. In women, it's not that common. And in women, the presentation is different because 
one would normally see a thinning of the hair follicles, you know, and uh, in the middle there is a sort of decreased density. But in males, it occurs, as I mentioned, in the frontal area, on the sides of the scalp, and on the vertex, that common area. So most certainly males present with, uh, male, uh, with hair loss more commonly with females. And both male and female hair loss, we have different formulations in terms of treatment. But the good news is that research has been done over the last 20 years, and we've got new therapies for hair loss, and more research has been done to address this. And all sort of follows the genetic patterns. Yeah, doctor, and then uh, you get, you know, I heard uh, the hairdressers, uh, generally they tell the females, oh, you know what, you have split ends. Let me trim it and, you know, your hair will grow better. Uh, the split end, uh, uh, do they still talk about split ends? Because I, was, I remember a very young man when I used to get things like that. And, you know, the hairdresser, I'll give it a nice clip and your, 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 your split ends will come right, uh, doctor. That's very important. I think it's due, due to combing and brushing of the hair and grooming of the hair. Uh, it's important after shampooing the scalp that one uses a very good conditioner that contains silica. And what the silica does, it forms a nice coating, like a silky coating on the hair follicle. So that's important. And then cutting of the hair, all those factors are important to prevent uh, splitting of the hair. Yes, sir, Doctor. I'm going to tickle your brains and ask you the question, uh, you know, how quickly does hair grow? I mean, we can't uh, sit by the window and watch the grass grow, <laughs> you know, to say something wrong with you. But talk to us about the hair. How quickly or how slowly does it grow? Uh, Shafat hair grows quite rapidly, uh, three centimeters a month, and that's quite rapid. So you find that some people have sort of long hair because their hair has grown over a long period of time. Now, uh, we have different stages of the hair cycle. We have the growing phase, and then 90% of our hair is in that phase where the hair is growing, but 10% of the hair is in the resting phase where the hair falls off. But the important point, when the hair falls off, there's a hair, hair going through, through the follicle. So one hair falls off and there's another hair that's growing from the scalp. So this is quite important. And again, uh, as I mentioned earlier, stressful situations, certain dietary factors, certain hormonal factors, certain medical conditions like thyroid disease or iron deficiency, they can all have an impact on hair growth. Yeah, absolutely, doctor. And also, you know, you find that there's so many different types of individuals coming through the beautician, and uh, then you get even men obsessive about how they look and uh, using different creams and all. I mean, I think uh, when we were young men, about uh, you and I, uh, many, many years ago, they say hey, you put a bridal cream and then you must put gel and all these things, and, you know, we used to go and do that. But uh, subsequently, we learned uh, that these things that uh, damaged your hair more than it did a good uh, doctor. I agree fully with you, Shafat. One uh, needs to keep it simple. Now, this is interesting, Shafat. Roseberry oil, they found that if one applies rosemary oil to the scalp, it stimulates hair growth as well. So this is important. And uh, a shampoo called Kez shampoo, K-E-Z shampoo, that often decreases inflammation in the scalp, and that actually improves hair growth as well. So all these factors... And in addition to that, we have laser stimulation. 
special type of light that stimulates the hair follicles in the scalp, and that produces hair growth as well. So it's a combination of factors. So if a person has hair loss or the hair is thinning or the hair is falling off in big clumps, they need to be assessed immediately by a dermatologist because the earlier we get to the cause and the treatment, the better it is. Then, Shafat, coming to, back to the problem of hair, uh, there are certain conditions that can cause scarring of the hair. And that scarring of the hair is permanent. So those conditions, there's a whole range of, of conditions. Some of them we call autoimmune conditions. And uh, those patients need to be addressed early in order to try and uh, suppress the inflammation and to clear the problem. Now, of note is that in African patients, patients with curly hair, they often get hair loss in the middle. And it's a long name, but it's just called a scarring hair loss, and those patients need treatment. There may be a genetic factor as well. And I need to also mention the condition called alopecia areata. So alopecia is hair loss, areata in a, in a, in a round, small, small spot in the area. And these patients present with hair loss in small patches, about two-centimeter patches, and the scalp is smooth, and this is what we call an immune problem. So it's basically, they say it's aggravated by stress, but the major factor is the immunological problem. And those patients we treat with an injection of cortisone into the bulb patch, and that stimulates hair growth as well. So again, there's a whole spectrum of causes of hair loss, and one needs to examine the patient in detail in order to analyze their problem and then treat appropriately. I tell you people, doctor really giving us a lot of information. I can uh, see, yeah, Gulam Gold, they in Cape Town, also Saudi uh, Bar is listening to us, and uh, who else, Lipolo? Uh, yeah, quite a few of them are listening to our doctor, uh, uh, our dermatologist this evening, and Cape Town is a full force this evening, doctor. Did you tell them to listen to you? <laughs> uh, some of the people, because I see a lot of patients with hair loss. We actually run uh, hair loss is called trichology, T-R-I-C-H-O-L-O-G-Y. So I, we usually inform patients who have this problem or others that are interested because Malkas Sahaba is quite a popular channel, and I usually tell patients to go on stream in order to access the channel. So, alhamdulillah, I'll be listening. I'm sure we can try and sort of give some information on the important major problem of hair loss. Yeah, because I can see some questions are coming through. Yeah, and this must be your Cape Town connection. But uh, we'll go for a quick break, and inshallah, when we get back, we'll be taking all your queries and uh, posing it to Dr. Mohammed uh, Dokra. Let's go do some shopping. You're listening to Malta Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. 8.33 Central African Time. Our doctor this evening is uh, Dr. Mohammed uh, Dokrat, a dermatologist. And uh, people, yeah, you look at your hair, and hair loss uh, can be a result of hereditary, hormonal changes, uh, medical conditions, or a normal part of aging. Anyone can lose their hair on the head. But it's uh, more common, yeah, as we were told uh, by men, uh, more common in men, baldness uh, typically, uh, typically refers to excessive hair loss from your scalp and hereditary hair loss with age is the most common cause of baldness. Hey, they call that guy baldy. Hey, you know, baldy angles and something like that. But doctor, you know, some people, they have such beautiful hair. Some men have lovely hair, but they like to, you know, take it all off and uh, 
some of them deliberately go and tell the, 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 the Baba, take it all off. Is that a sickness or is that uh, just a choice? Uh, how would you sum that up? Uh, most certainly, I, in fact, had planned to to discuss that. Uh, usually it's by choice. What happens is that it depends on fashion. So, you know, it becomes fashionable to shave all the hair. And uh, the same with, uh, uh, you know, various other types of, uh, you know, procedures people have. So it's fashionable. Uh, and we find that mainly in young, uh, young people, uh, the tend is to shave the hair. Uh, so it, it's uh, not due to any sort of major psychological problem. It's more fashion. I'm uh, looking at a question on the screen here. It says, uh, Assalamu alaikum. I'm really enjoying our doctor, Dokrat, uh, telling me his talks of Brother Shafat. I want to know, with all the different types of injections that we are taking, you know what I mean, uh, Shaf? It is uh, really sad. Can these uh, injections that we're getting, some are for it, some are against it, can these injections cause baldness? That's a powerful question, uh, Doctor. You know what uh, okay. the person is trying to talk about. I think Certainly. that the COVID vaccine, can it cause baldness, uh, Doctor? Okay, this this is a very interesting uh, question, Shafat. Uh, as far as uh, baldness and COVID is concerned, COVID being an illness can cause severe, severe medical problems. And as I mentioned earlier, after severe medical problems, one can get hair loss usually three months after that, so most certainly. As far as the vaccine is concerned, many patients talk about side effects, but so far we don't have con uh, you know, conclusive uh, evidence that the uh, vaccine causes hair loss. But the actual illness and uh, the, the stress situation can cause uh, hair loss. Yeah, doctor, a very, uh, a very, you know, normal answer, a very uh, cautious answer from you, but I really appreciate you for that. And uh, this one is from uh, Sister Yasmin. She says, uh, Brother Shafat, please ask a doctor if uh, hair loss is reversible. I don't know, reversible, can you reverse hair loss, uh, doctor? Indeed, uh, Shafat, uh, hair loss is reversible. Uh, the important Importance is the type of hair loss. As I mentioned, certain types of hair loss occur after certain uh, medical problems, for example, illness or pregnancy. Uh, one can actually get hair loss, and once that uh, situation is over, then one hair, one's hair regrows. Uh, as far as male pattern and female pattern hair loss or alopecia, uh, we have treatments that can improve the hair growth quite well. But the problem with the treatment, it has to be ongoing. So it means in male, the tablet condition needs to be continued. The minoxidil lotion needs to be continued. Once one stops that, then after three months, the scalp returns to its normal stage where one has uh, alopecia. Uh, the same applies to females. They don't use finasteride, but they use minoxidil and biotin. So the same thing. Once they stop, then the hair sort of, a loss of curse and they reach the baseline. Uh, this question says, Assalamu alaikum. I'm a Caucasian revert to Islam. My hair is very thin. My Indian mother-in-law says, because I lack a lot of uh, vitamin D, what is good for my hair, doctor? Can I have a lot of fish or a lot of oils uh, that will uh, make my hair grow? Uh, how do you uh, answer, uh, sister, there? 
That's an important uh, question. Uh, diet is so important, and as I mentioned, uh, including fish uh, that uh, you know, fish like herring, salmon, they are very good in terms of you know of protein. So again, having a balanced diet with vitamin D, sunshine, or if you're lacking, then supplements of vitamin D, uh, vitamin B, uh, biotin. Uh, all those factors are important in terms of good health, good skin, good scalp, and good nails. So I agree with that fact. Okay, this question says, uh, Assalamu alaikum. Really, a very powerful show indeed. Uh, thank you, Dr. Dokrata. You are very good. It says, Why is my hair so thin? I can see my scalp. Uh, some people say, uh, Why, when, you know, it's amazing that you can see the scalp, but that's, uh, that's so true, doctor. Yeah. Now, this is interesting, Shafat. Um, certain people, uh, uh, certain people uh, from infancy, they have thin hair, and the density of the scalp is not the same as a person with thick hair. So, in this person, it might be natural, it might be genetic, but if the person's scalp hair is visible and the person is losing hair, then the patient, is, the person is developing alopecia. So, I would suggest if that is of concern to the patient, then they may consult a dermatologist who will make a clear diagnosis and treat. But again, one needs to find out the underlying cause of the thinning of the hair. Anonymous brother says, uh, my hair is always uh, falling off and it's quite embarrassing. Whenever I wash, it falls off. I don't know what to do, doctor. Even when I lather with soap, you'll find that my hair gets uh, stuck to the soap bar. Why is this so, doctor? That's right. It depends on the age of the uh, of the person, Shafat. Uh, normally, one, as I mentioned earlier, one loses hundred hair a day, and in this patient, maybe going to the period of what they call androgenetic or male pattern hair loss. So the hair loss is accelerated. So again, this person, if it concerns and if it worries them, then they need to consult a dermatologist. But it's a natural progression to lose hair, and one is one can get up to 100 hair loss in 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 a day. Yeah, it could be quite embarrassing, you know, everywhere. Hey, I know whose hair fell. And then, doc, when that hair falls into your tea or in your food, and you know, I sometimes you don't subconsciously you didn't know that. But if that hair gets into your throat, it can be rather irritating, doctor. Indeed, yeah. Especially, especially if if the hair has been washed and the shampoo, which can cause a, you know slight allergic reaction and so on. Uh, I agree with you, Shafan. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, yes, uh, be careful how you chow. You must always look and see what you're taking in. Uh, doctor, what about uh, fish? You know, is, 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 is fish good for the hair? Very much so, uh, especially fish containing oil like herring or salmon, pilchards. These are very healthy. And as I mentioned, diet is an important aspect in terms of our health and our well-being. So all of these factors are important. And also vegetables, you know, vegetables are very, very important. Vegetables like, uh, uh, like, um, you know, the normal sort of um, leaf vegetables, spinach, that's the, the word I needed. Uh, spinach, again, certain fruits like uh, pomegranate, uh, uh, 
pineapple, a whole spectrum of food and vegetables and protein. We shouldn't forget protein as well. Now, protein mainly from animal sources like eggs, like uh, red meat, all of these are important uh, uh, important uh, factors in terms of protein intake. Uh, looking at this question, it says, Assalamu alaikum, I'm a third year medical student, but I must confess to the doctor this evening that my hands are always going to my hair and I'm pulling it uh, involuntarily. What am I suffering from, uh, doctor? Although I'm in the medical field, but you are a specialist in uh, the hair, you're the dermatologist. How do you respond to a third year medical student asking you that question, doctor? Okay, the first thing one needs to see if the person is pulling hair from the scalp. So when one examines the scalp, one would see uneven hair. That is, some hair that are longer and some hair that are shorter. So if that is the case, one makes a diagnosis of trichotillomania, where one pulls the hair, you know, by habit or it becomes involuntary. And then one needs to also ask why the person is doing that. And often there's an underlying cause be it habits or stressful situations. Third year medical student, it might be a very, very stressful year. Ah, I think doctor hit the nail on the head. You called it a stressful year. Third year medical student. Uh, by the way, I think uh, Prince University got the second, uh, they rated second, I listened to the news. And first, I think uh, yeah, Western Cape, eh? the university is there doing well because uh, the, yeah, the lecturers there and the professors getting the, 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 the papers done, uh, doctor. And, uh, and uh, do you lecture at the university too, doctor? Yeah, uh, University of Cape Town, Kurdistan Hospital. But now I, uh, I lecture to general practitioners and to dermatologists. So we have what they call continuing medical education because uh, the, patient, uh, the doctors need to have points in order to continue their membership of the medical association. So I give lectures on various topics, including hair loss, alopecia, eczema, psoriasis, acne, um, pigmentary problems. So what happens, we have workshops and I usually, uh, you know, deliver papers or would present with information at the workshops. Yeah, Dr. Zubair, Gular Khan, yourself, and yeah, you're doing, mashallah, already carrying the flag of KZ Day, KZ Day in, uh, in the Western Cape, uh, Doctor. That's correct. Uh, Zubedullah Khan is actually an expert on ear surgery. So at some stage, you know, your listeners will get his experiences. A uh, wonderful man, a good human being, and excellent ENT surgeon. Yeah, he's my first cousin, doctor. You, my first Alhamdulillah. cousin, he's thrilled to hear you you're giving him uh, those accolades. And as you said, a very wholesome and wonderful uh, gentleman. In other words, uh, doctor, so you can... If a person's having, uh, you know, sleepless nights or having uh, less sleep, uh, uh, hair loss will be imminent. Well, uh, we can we can we can work we can work it around. Basically, if a patient has sleepless nights, then obviously there is an underlying cause, a stressful situation. And as I mentioned, stress, you know, which with whatever type of stress can have an impact on hair growth and hair loss. So again, you know, having a a good holistic lifestyle and you know sleeping well at least at least seven hours a day uh, at night is good for the person's you know general health and well-being. 
Looking at this question, Amina Bain says, Assalamu alaikum, Zakallah Shafat Bhai and Dr. Douglas. Can our hair get thick again? Besides all the different types of meals you are asking us to eat, can we use a different type of oil to get our hair thick again? Zakallah Khair, I listen on the radio. Yeah, as I mentioned earlier, Shafat, uh, rosemary oil has been found to thicken the, the scalp and to improve the hair growth. So rosemary oil, certainly. Ah, Doc is a big fan of uh, rosemary oil. And, you know, I go to a barber here, the, the local Pakistani barber, say, hey, Shafat Bhai, use nice mustard oil. It's good for your hair. So <laughs> he even had a bottle cap there. I don't know if he was drinking uh, uh, sales. But I, I, I use it. It's quite helpful, quite helpful using mustard oil, uh, doctor. But it's like, you know, yeah, it's fact, a special one. Yeah, in fact, the uh, interestingly, the Pakistani in India uh, hairdressers often uh, advocate using amla oil as well. So, you know, whichever type of oil, as long as it massages well and it stimulates the scalp, is beneficial. Yeah, Doc, you know, self-confidence, you have lovely hair, and the people take care of the hair, and, you know, they comb the hair very often. And, uh, you know, how does it impact on someone uh, psychologically when they start balding and they become self-conscious about it? Or, you know, uh, some people, they go to the extent of wearing wigs, and, you know, if the wind blows and the wig flies away. I mean, psychologically, it can have a uh, an effect on you. Uh, doctor, talk, to, uh, talk to, uh, uh, to us about that. Shafat, uh, Shafat, certainly, uh, it's very, very important when one gets hair loss in young patients. Sometimes I get uh, male patients in their 20s who are losing their hair. It can be severely traumatic psychosocially. It can be a major, major problem. And again, you know, uh, having a holistic uh, 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 having a holistic approach to the problem can be exceptionally beneficial to the patient. So what I normally do is, in addition to examining the hair and advising them what type of treatment to use to regrow hair, I actually spend time counseling them and also trying empower them and I usually tell them to think of the positives and you know to be hopeful that we can get their scalp you know back to its normal condition so this occurs in all patients with hair loss but more so in patients who are losing hair loss at an early age and again one of the important points Shafat is that Females who, who have hair loss, you know, they feel their femininity is decreased. So, again, one needs to empower them. One needs to treat them, you know, sort of uh, in, a, in a very positive uh, manner in order for them to become positive about their health, in order for them to be optimistic. Uh, look at this question. Uh, Brother Faisal says, Assalamu alaikum. Uh, listening to you from the Eastern Cape, loud and clear. Lovely show, Brother Shafat and uh, Dr. Muhammad Dokra. He says, uh, Should I cut my hair short if it's uh, thinning? I have, uh, I have had this problem from school days, uh, Doctor. Yeah, this is very, very important, Shafat. 
uh, again, managing their hair. So, you know, good sort of a proper sort of regime in order for the person to to manage their hair. And cutting their hair will sort of help to try and uh, sort of camouflage the problem. So, yeah, I advocate cutting their hair. Normally, people like to keep long hair in order to cover the bald patches. But, uh, you know, a lot of times people with short hair can look smart and, you know, they can, they can sort of aesthetically, they find that it's pleasing. So, by all means. Yeah, tell that brother to put his topi on. Hey, no one will see how short or how thick your hair is. Even it's thinning. Put your topi on. What's, what's your thought that, on that, Doc? That's correct. No, that's, that's, certainly, uh, that's certainly correct. And in fact, it's interesting that uh, a lot of people who have uh, hair loss, you know, once they wear their topi or, or, or you know, face, uh, you know, their face looks, you know, alhamdulillah, mashallah, it looks good. And uh, certainly we encourage that. Yeah, I recall uh, the lady that, uh, Raymullah, is saying, if the label shows your intent, wear it. And he was very particular in telling the Muslims, put on your topi no matter where you are. And especially in the South African context, they said we are the minority. But if every one of us put our topis on and our identity, then we will look like the majority. Doctor, perhaps, perhaps a comment from you. Yes, no, we certainly miss, uh, uh, you know, Sheikh Ahmed did that, you know. I mean, he was such a good uh, Orator and someone with so much of knowledge, and uh, in fact, I remember going to his programs as well. So, alhamdulillah, he was a wonderful uh, human being and uh, very good for Islam as well. Yeah, I recall uh, touring with him. I was his editor, doctor, doctor, and it was in eighty nine, oh. ninety that we toured uh, Cape Town. And I remember the Good Hope Center there. I remember the manager telling me it's uh, you know it's a white elephant. But Sheikh Ahmad that Rahimullah filled it up. 10,000 people that evening came to hear him talk. Uh, you know, it was a topic. Is Israel set up for destruction? This question here is uh, from uh, Fazlu. He says, Assalamu alaikum, my brother Shafaat. Please ask a doctor how often should I wash my hair? Uh, my hair is also thinning. Doctor? That's, that's a very important question. We always ask about that, uh, you know, how often one should shampoo the hair. I usually tell them, you know, twice a week is adequate. If a person is working in the building industry or there's a lot of dust and so on, then, you know, obviously they will wash the hair daily in order to remove all the dust and the grime and so on. But twice a week is adequate. Now, the number of times one shampoos one hair uh, doesn't determine hair loss or doesn't have any impact on hair loss. So if one shampoos the, the scalp and one's hair is falling off, it's not related to the fact that one's shampooing. But again, it must be gentle. It must be of a gentle sort of circular motion. There shouldn't be any pulling or, or, or harsh uh, sort of drying uh, 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 the hair harshly with a, with a towel. And again, everything in moderation and gentle. And twice a week is adequate. And again, a good quality shampoo and a, sh and a conditioner as well. Yeah, Doc, I know when you put your shampoo on, hey, and if the lather comes and you really enjoy the feeling, it gives you a lovely feeling. The more the lather, the better the feeling. Why is that so, Doc? Because, you see, the shampoo has various... Uh, ingredients in them to, you know, to act as a moisturizing uh, shampoo. So that's the main reason. 
Okay, Alhamdulillah. Yes, uh, and it's very therapeutic also. Uh, Gulshan Bhain says, Assalamu alaikum, Jazakallah khair for a lovely program. How do I know if my hair loss is hormonal, uh, doctor? Uh, good question there. That's an excellent question. Again, uh, in a female who is developing hair loss and she wants to check whether she's got a hormonal imbalance, the condition is called PCOS, polycystic ovarian syndrome, where they have excess uh, cysts in the ovaries. So that person may have hair loss. The person may have hirsutism, which is hair growing on the side of the face. One person may have acne. person may be obese. So there are certain factors that we look into, and then if need be, we'll do blood tests, and we might do an ultrasound of the pelvis to make the diagnosis. And if they have this condition called PCOS, then we treat it internally as well as externally. Externally with minoxidil and internally with uh, anti-androgens or hormones hormonal treatment uh, internally, and that can help tremendously. Uh, Anonymous says, uh, my brother-in-law, who is a homeopath, uh, told me to have green tea, and that uh, this will fight hair loss, uh, she says. Uh, doctor, your re uh, reaction? Shafat, uh, green tea extract. Yeah, there have been papers published which show the green tea uh, orally by uh, you know by by drinking green tea or applying it may help hair loss. So you know the uh, the green tea is worthwhile using, but again it hasn't been proven. On the tea factor, doctor, and uh, many coffee users are looking at me say, hey, Shafat, please ask the doctor if we drink lots of coffee. Will that cause hair loss? Good question from my doctor. That's an excellent question, Shafak. Uh, coffee doesn't have any influence on hair loss, but it's interesting. They found that having two cups of coffee a day has an effect, a good effect on the general health of the person. So uh, two cups of coffee is healthy to drink. Uh, previously, we felt there's too much of caffeine, but just black coffee, is, it causes, uh, you know, a positive uh, response in one's health. You know, we're talking about hair loss and so forth, uh, Dr. What type of scarring can be caused when you have, you know, a severe hair loss problem? Uh, that's important, Shafat. Uh, one needs to talk about uh, scarring in terms of the of the conditions that can cause hair loss. So there is a condition called lupus, L-U-P-U-S, which is an inflammation of the body, and that can also affect the scalp, and that can cause hair loss. And again, as I mentioned, in people with uh, with uh, curly hair, very curly hair, they can get spots in the scalp which can be scarring. So these are one of the causes, and there's a lot of conditions that can cause hair loss, and that results in scarring as well. And once that occurs, then unfortunately that is permanent. So no amount of topical treatment or medications would reverse that. Yeah, you talk about scarring and so forth, doctor. So, you know, you get rashes coming through uh, on your scalp. Uh, uh, are these normal? I mean, are you getting, star, uh, you know, and uh, can pus or something like that come out from your scalp, uh, uh, you know, from, uh, from your head also, doctor? 
That's an important uh, question. Uh, firstly, uh, rashes on the scalp, it may be due to inflammation of the scalp, and one can have severe dandruff or what you call seborrheic dermatitis, S-E-B-O-R-R-H-O-E-A-C-C, seborrheic dermatitis that can present with flaking and scaling. And there is a condition called psoriasis, which we have discussed before, when one gets excessive scaling and thick spots on the scalp, and psoriasis also presents with red scaly spots on the elbows and knees. So a spectrum of conditions that can cause scaling, and again, there's a spectrum of conditions that can cause scarring, hair loss as well. Jazakallah for that. Sister says, Doctor, I have a very severe problem of hair falling, and my sister-in-law gave me Himalaya Herbal's anti-hair fall shampoo. What's your thoughts on that? Is this a good shampoo to use? I don't want to hurt her feelings, and I'm using it. Uh, doctor? Okay. So the important point, one moment, please. Shafat, can you hear me? Yeah, loud, loud and clear, Doctor. Loud and clear. But okay. uh, I, I noticed you walked a few steps. Uh, you maybe got two or three phones near you, Doc. No worries. Uh, Shafat, uh, regarding the question, the good shampoo to use for hair loss in females is called Planter, P-L-A-N-T-U-R, and in males it's called Alpecin, A-L-P-E-C-I-N. Those shampoos contain caffeine, and those shampoos have been proven to be effective in uh, reversing hair loss. As regards the specific shampoos the person is using, we don't know what it constitutes and, you know, what products are in it. So it's hard to say, but I would advise this person to use planter shampoo. Uh, Dawood says, assalamu alaikum. Uh, what a beautiful show, uh, Brother Shafat. Please go uh, go on for another hour. <laughs> no, Brother, we uh, another <laughs> hour. We've got other shows coming through. But he says, uh, what about uh, me? I eat lots and lots of chocolate. I love that lint chocolate. <laughs> can this uh, affect me? And can this cause hair loss? Hey, brother got a sweet tooth, uh, Doc. But me, I like my barfi and my chana magaj. I don't know uh, about you, Doc. No, very much so. Uh, I enjoy sweet meats as well uh, and chocolates. Uh, that does not have a direct effect on hair loss, but uh, dark chocolate is important for heart um, health, you know. So it's very important in terms of well-being and health. I tell you, Dr. Doklak, you know what? You have been absolutely brilliant this evening. Unfortunately, we have run out of time, and, you know, we need to get you back uh, rather very soon. Perhaps your parting words uh, this evening. Uh, the good news is hope. As I always say on your on your show, hope and in fact all types of dermatological and hair conditions can be helped by the management of a dermatologist who will examine and then spend time explaining the problem and patient education is a hallmark of treatment. Dr. Muhammad Dokrat, really a pleasure having you this evening. Enjoyed every minute with you. You have a blessed evening ahead. I'll talk to you soon. Yes, people, thank you very much. And Jazakallah Khaira to you, you and you for sending in your questions. And inshallah, shortly we'll be going for the Ishazan. And thereafter, Pertinence Punctuated will be joining us with the Sheikh Shoei Baida from 9 to 9.30. And thereafter, our very own Maulana Salim Karim also joining us. Let's go for the Ishazan.